0: Welcome to Millennials Talk, your weekly D&M with Millennials who are changing the world. One slice of smashed apple on toast at a time. Hello there, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Talk, So this week, I actually got to sit down with one of my really good friends. Her name is Fiona Zering, and we talked entertainment journalist to entertainment journalist about, guess what? Entertainment journalism and journalism as a whole. This is the 21st century. So we wanted to discuss and share thoughts on what we thought it meant to be an entertainment journalist in the digital age. Because things are changing and I genuinely do feel that my future job is something that's not even created, which is scary, but kind of exciting at the same time. We also spoke about breaking into the business. Now, we're both employed full-time at the moment in our fields, but we're still definitely at the bottom of the ladder. And I thought it was really interesting to talk about the hustle getting to where we have, paying our dues, much of which is a lot of free work and stuff that we still do today because you really got to push through and continue to perfect your craft even when you've made it even the top people they continue to practice and work and have coaches and all of that so we definitely talked about that and as much as we're both entertainment journalists we have very different jobs in the industry so I thought it was a really interesting chat and I think you're gonna love it as much as we loved talking about it so I just have one more question for you guys millennials are you ready to talk I think we just already started. <laughs> We've just spent the last 15 minutes talking about boys. 15, or, or a boy. 30. I a don't boy. know. I felt like five. Oh, he's good. He's good. He's doing very well. I want to talk to you. About a lot of things. Okay. I mean, as if we don't talk enough, we we actually don't. We need no, to like patch up a lot more than we that's do. That's why this
1: happens, and we have to spend fifteen minutes talking about the boys.
0: Just just the one boy, though. <laughs> we haven't even got to the boys. I'm
1: just being optimistic.
0: Oh, you're sweet.
1: <laughs>
0: Fiona is a Taurus. Yes, I am. Fiona is a millennial on the cusp. On, the cusp, have, right like, on the cusp, right on the cusp. She's like she's a '96 baby. If you're a '96 baby, you are cut off, baby. You know I'm a 95 baby, right? I'm so, you're not 95. Are you sure? Oh my god, I'm a 96 baby. You are. It was like, if I got you, I was like, you are so no, 90.
1: I don't know. It, literally ignore me. I don't know. I'm what gonna I was make just sure thinking. that
0: stays in. No. Yeah. No, no way. No. I'm not editing anything. This is the. This is gonna be the rawest of conversations. <laughs> the born in 96. I know that as a fact. Okay, if she does, I was like, I mean, of course, she knows her real birthday. I've got this all wrong, but no, nah. it's
1: it's a whole story that's not worth launching into about something else that was 95. Oh, and I was I, like, are you okay? Is it? No, I mean, I'm not. I'm clearly tired.
0: Oh, and I'm sorry. It's getting- you can go no, home. no, no. It was
1: just like a super stupid brain fart. But anyways, yes, that's my birthday. Awesome. How are you? I'm great.
0: <laughs> i'm 94 baby <laughs> so you're not on the cusp though you're actually like, kind of legit i'm like legit with two years to go so yeah i i definitely made it in and i wanted to talk to you so i, I love star signs and we talk okay. about that yes but i actually found this article today okay on dailymail.com and it was this astrologist and but she was talking about astrology and money like which star signs are gonna be millionaires and which are not taurus I got it for you. uh Oh, it was it was a good thing. Okay, you're fine. You're you're not broke. Oh, cool. Capricorns are good. Okay, which okay. Is, hello. Yeah. T- I'm gonna read it to you. Okay, exactly. Taurus is the master of accumulating wealth from earnings. So you're hardworking. Oh, you love luxury and extravagance, I
1: but they are luxury.
0: also willing to work hard to fund their champagne taste.
1: So I might be like really good.
0: You're a great. Person. Like
1: I might. That <laughs> just like know? made me sound like a really good. Yes.
0: Taurus can be the typical millionaire next door, I like that, if they work to accumulate money itself instead of spending it on things. Right. I have a bad habit of spending it on things that go on your your feet. Oh, I I was actually, when you walked in, I was like, they're really nice shoes.
1: Thank you. I got them on sale because I'm a Taurus and I have to earn my wealth and so I have to buy things on
0: sale. I kind of really like them. Can you tell me where you got them? Yes, they're Sam Edelman. Uh, Great. Well, tell me where you got them oh nordstrom oh okay yeah Simple. or wherever so it's similar yeah awesome let me find mine
1: yeah wait so are you
0: i know i was great but i'm see i'm on the cusp between a capricorn and an aquarius they uh. um saying i'm an aquarius but i'm saying i'm a cap i'm more capricorn but i understand both traits in this article okay only because i want to be sure <laughs> you know? i
1: understand so the
0: capricorn is a born ceo Ooh. um struggling financially is not an option for determined capricorns Who are well suited to building an empire through investments and wise financial decisions. Investment, but it's not necessarily that. And I read a lot of about it, and it's it's very Capricorn to say if you want it, you're gonna get it. Interesting. It's not. It's not supposed to. Capricorns come across as very stubborn. It's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be they're just once you set your mind to something, you go and achieve your goal. Right. Whereas an Aquarius is more like, oop, oh great it happened sure like, sure, sure they're like sure, sure. and that's what they said about it's the money the thing drive. they're made um their technology they're just they get rich by accident is what they said interesting which sounds fantastic but the capricorn in me but is doesn't like feel like it's, it's you. not authentic yeah. so anyway why don't we talk about first before we get into things about how we know each other
1: okay because that's always fun so fun do you want me to s- describe why it? don't you describe the okay. situation? So we met, I don't remember the year. Well, I know years.
0: No, it was about three, three and a half, nearly four years. Ago. I was going to say,
1: it feels like about four years ago. Um, we were both interns for Cat Sadler's website, the catwalk. And when I joined the team, there was this mysterious intern that lived in Australia and, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, how does that work? Why does she do this?
0: And <laughs> Why does
1: she do this? I, like, thought you were, like, so interesting. And then <laughs> one day... Um, Ginger, our current friend and current friend at the time boss,
0: (laughs) our current friend, it's like next week, not so much. uh,
1: No, Um, I'm actually, we're going to
0: see her right after this. (laughs) I just mean that she's like our friend,
1: but at the time, like she had just hired me. She was our boss, um, said that the Australian intern was coming and we met. I remember it being at a coffee bean, but then you reminded me it was actually at Republic. Uh huh. And we met, and I was like, oh, my God, she's the most bubbly, fun person ever. <laughs> and then you went back to Australia, but, like, on and off, I'd get to see you, like, from time to time. And then you moved here, and we've both moved on from said internship. But uh, I mean, I'm
0: still there. I thought you weren't. Uh, I, I don't I – it still work. Well, I – There are certain aspects I don't do anymore.
1: So – but that's because you love it. Yeah. Because you're no, like, no, no, not no, because no. you're still like an intern. You have no, job.
0: I'm not an intern. I wouldn't call myself an intern. Right. We now have like jobs. We have jobs. So I work at Daily Mail. Yes. And I work at Shared Media, which is a YouTube channel. Yes. And we're gonna definitely get more into that because there's a lot to talk about with this. So I want this podcast is all about oh, I've I don't know how it's gonna go. But the way I've decided to label it is what happens when you know what your dream job is, but you don't know how to reach it. Got it. And what does it mean to be an entertainment journalist in the 21st century? Which, they're two questions that, you know, kind of, I can't even answer. Right. But I think we're just going to discuss it and have our opinions on it. Sure. Because I, yeah, because we're both, technically we're both entertainment journalists. Sure. But what does that mean? Because these days... It can mean anything. It can mean so much. The other day I was in an Uber making
1: small talk and the guy asked me like, what do you do? And I said I was an entertainment journalist and that's the first time I think I've just like casually been like, oh, that's what I do because I finally actually feel like that's what I do. Yeah, that's your job now. That's my job. Like before I'd be like, oh, I'm in production or I'm this or I'm that. And now that it's just like actually my day to day, it came out of my mouth and he was like, what does that mean? And then I was like, "Mm, I should have just like, Said I was a waitress. It would have been no, like less. It would have been because so it's, it's so hard. It's so hard to then explain like what does that mean? Exactly. Like what What do I do every day?
0: It's 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 something that even though we do it, we don't understand. But I think it's because there's no definition to it. I mean, the things that I would say are
1: easy to explain is we report on what goes on in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to it than that because like for instance it's shared there's so much more happening in entertainment and TV movie film than like we'll cover on a day-to-day basis but that doesn't mean it's not entertainment news and the stories we pick sometimes don't even feel like news but we cover them because they're human interest or they're you know exactly. a gossip story or something someone just wants to see it just makes you feel good people are just interested in it so then you ask like well is that news no. no but as an entertainment journalist I'm gonna cover it so I'm saying it's news it's it's very yeah. like convoluted and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to it as long as like I always think of it as like my job is to entertain through like sharing stories mm-hmm. so if the story is entertainment based and going to make someone else like go, oh that was interesting yeah. then it's entertainment news
0: I th- I, th- I totally agree. I think there, there's definitely a balance. I get, you know, emails from many different companies and PR or whatever. Can you cover this? Like, I think your audience will really like it. But I'm like, no, mm-hmm. but, but not in a rude way. It, there's, yes, you've put, it's hard because yes, you've put a celebrity name to something. So y- your client is now promoting this shoe brand. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily make it entertainment news. That doesn't make it that it needs to be on my cover page. And obviously I reply. I'm not that, I hate those people that don't reply. It's like, just say something. I always reply and I'll explain or if I feel really bad, I have many times. I did it today. I'll (laughs) send the email. Sorry, I sent it to the editors. I don't think it's something that they're going to cover today, but we'll keep you in mind. Sure. And I blame it on someone else.
1: <laughs> well, because
0: then you're not the bad guy. I want to be the and bad the, the guy. The results, and the end result yeah, is going to be exactly. the same. It's, it's just disappointment, really. Yeah, for everyone. But let's get into how we both got where we are now. Like, obviously, I'm. Let me just preface, and I'm sure you can concur with this. We are no experts. We are mm-hmm. like the Bottom of the fucking barrel at this point. Like we're saying, entertainment journalists, but that's because we've graduated from college. We're not when we're not on T. You are ish um, TV (laughs) and stuff. My head is because they do Daily Mail TV, and my head's always in the shop. Oh my gosh, so So cool. So I try and keep my hair not too dirty (laughs) because it's on Daily Mail TV and ktla Is that how you? it. you better get some dry shampoo. I. I've got the dry shampoo. I better get this on my reel is what I'm thinking. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I think this is real worthy. <laughs> but okay, let's let's talk just briefly about I love knowing about firstly people's first jobs. Sure. And I'm and I keep saying I know this for you, but it's because you're my friend outside yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. But I know you kind your one of your first jobs was kind of what led you in to the industry to start with. Absolutely. No. I was like, yes. no. I'm trying to
1: think like which first job you're thinking
0: about. Oh, no. Well, tell me your first job and then I want to talk about. So my first, yeah.
1: first job ever. Yes. Not my Te- Yes. Yeah. Tell in. me about
0: your first job ever first. So, so my first job ever, aside
1: from like babysitting and silly stuff like that, no, I awful. ended up working. Um, there was a PR firm based in New York. Both my parents work in PR and they were connected to a publicist who posted on Facebook frantically that she needed someone to help her with check in. At a gifting suite event she was covering in L.A. And did anybody have anyone? And I was like... I think it was the summer of my junior year in high school. And um, I... Was qualified to check people in. And my mom was (laughs) like, My mom was like, You need to do this. You need to go. Like, you don't work enough. Like, and so I was like, Whatever, fine. I'll go do it. I don't care. And I went, and both of my parents have always been in PR and in events. And so I got there and I just sort of snapped into like event mode. And it was a little unorganized and things were kind of chaotic and I just sort of like rolled with it because I was given sort of some skill set through my parents, which I didn't even really realize I had until I stepped into this world of handling the press and handling celebrities. And I realized that I'm sort of comfortable in that world. I've always had a passion for entertainment news. I always thought I wanted to be an entertainment reporter. Um... And I just sort of realized that I could actually keep up with the pace Mm. and understood the games that were like clearly being played. Um, And I went on to work with that company at a bunch of events all through the rest of my time in high school and all through college. And um, I wouldn't say that's like what sparked my interest in being an entertainment journalist. I'd wanted to be an entertainment journalist since like middle school, but I was like, oh, I love E! News. Like, oh, I love the idea of it. Um, but I always sort of assumed I would end up in events or in something in, in this world. Um, and it just sort of made me think like, no, no I, li- I, li- I like the pace. Like yeah. I'm meeting all of these different journalists that are here to cover the events and, I- and I'm interested in what they have to say and exactly. what they're doing. And because you,
0: <clears throat> excuse me, you, sorry, not you, your parents sort of like you touched on work in the industry-ish. Mm-hmm. So from a very young age, you were helping with that, and so you were kind of like thrown into it without realizing. In retrospect, like wow, I but was very in, at lucky. the time. You you just you're doing what you knew. Like yeah. you're, you're just with your parents. When
1: I was a kid, my parents did um, celebrity charity events. So they would bring. A bunch of celebrities together to go golfing or to go skiing or to go whatever it was and they would be raising money for charity and I would always go to the events me and my sister would go to Texas or go to Seattle wherever they were and my mom and dad were literally the event producers and so we were kids and we shadowed them and we ran around and we got to meet so many people and People in events and people that were, you know, celebrities. And we were too young to even understand who they were. They were grown-ups. So they are on adult TV just, shows. Like, we're yeah. not allowed to watch. So, it didn't really matter, if that makes sense. But meeting people who, quote-unquote, were famous when I just didn't care and it didn't mm-hmm. matter to me, really, I think, introduced me at a young age to the fact that, like, celebrities are people. Like talent, like when someone says, Oh, talent's here, it's still just a person. They're just talented at the job. And exactly. And at the end of the day it's still a job. At the end of the day, they're still here to raise money for charity, just like the donor, you know, the businessman who's a donor at the event is like everyone is just doing their form of what their job is. And if you let like labels like that become intimidating then i don't think you can do this kind of work with us
0: clear about it absolutely head. because th- there's in this industry there's a fine line between fangirling and absolutely. being professional and you see it like red carpet wise when and i mean it's it's fine to fangirl because you're just impressed by someone's work but you can always see an interview when even if they're not outright fangirling when they're fangirling inside, mm-hmm. and you're like, "This is a shit interview," because you are just there for you, and you're freaking out because you know, it just you just can't do that. You just right. you have to, if you want to break into this world and this universe, you have to be able to see someone as a person, not that girl or that guy that you used to have on your wall in high school.
1: And I also think that like there's a reason. People love celebrities. There's a reason people have a celebrity crush. There's a reason we all have somebody that we obsess over. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I actually think that, like, it's healthy. It it keeps you, like, it it, gives you something to be excited about. about. Exactly. And I do think that there is a time where that can be a strength as an interviewer. Uh Like, for instance, you know so much about Taylor Swift, love Taylor Swift. Like, if you... (laughs) sat down with taylor swift having the knowledge you have as a quote-unquote fan you should be able to apply that to deeper questions exactly the answer the questions Uh, people really uh, want to
0: know the answers to right i think if i was to interview taylor swift best day of my life by the way right when it happens but i think and i hope i would still be it would be in a professional manner Mm -hmm. because I love her so much. I like love everything, the music, everything, the way that she's portrayed, even though the media sometimes trashes her, whatever. But I think we could have a real intellectual conversation because I know a lot. <clears throat> but at the same time, I would be, I would explain that Sure. I'm obsessed, like not obsessed as crazy, but I <laughs> like, I, I genuinely have loved you from day one and I I would explain that and maybe if it's going super well and like it's a press junket rather than like on the red carpet maybe I'll pull out a few pictures from you know when I was like a little girl like Right. so but those are fun and those are fine to do they're still
1: human stories they're they're
0: still that's the thing you need that human touch yeah to to believe be believable to the audience you need to be able to prove you two are human absolutely and it's just You're like everyone else, and you're asking the questions that people want to know. Right, and I think you being in that environment from a young age, and your parents are at work; they're doing their job to make this event run smoothly. You're Mm -hmm. just there. Mm -hmm. If you muck up, you're getting in the way. You're going to ruin this whole thing. And I know you, as in terms of your personality, you would have been that child that. like the world would have been on your show if you marked up. You would have been like, "Oh my god, it's I all my always, fault." Like I always
1: wanted to just like help. Like yeah. I didn't want to. Like I don't want to get sip, in the way. I, didn't but I wanted to sit by the pool with like my sister. I wanted to like be in the room where they were like setting up the tables and chairs. Yeah, and just like be there.
0: Just be there. it. Just yeah, just be with the people. <laughs> and I think that's that's still true to you today. You're always the one <laughs> to be like. I'm going to put it out that and this is not always the case obviously you're obviously very talented but let's say it's something you're not great at or we're not you know we, we Fiona and I aren't the greatest cooks we try but now we're but, getting but better you're, you're getting better we are both getting better but you're always the one to be like look I'm gonna say it outright transparent as anything I'm not the best I don't really know what I'm doing but I can google but I can try. Right. And but I really want to help. So give me something that right. I can do to help you that's not going to put you back because I suck. Right. You know I what I mean? I think it's
1: important to like... I've, I don't know if it's just my personality, but especially in this job, there's a huge element of faking it until you make it. But you can only fake so many things. So like it's not helpful to walk onto a set and be like, oh, I've done this a hundred times. And then someone yells action and you have no idea what's going exactly. on. Exactly, Like that doesn't help anybody.
0: That, that's better if you're an actor. Because you're just learning lines and you hope that you stay on that horse when they tell you action. And if not, you blame it on the horse that kicked you off. Right. When you pretend that you knew how to ride it. Or if you have to learn a language, you go find someone once you've got the role that can just teach you those little words and you're fine to Mm -hmm. go. But this sort of thing, it's so live and fast paced. If you screw up and you lie about it, you're putting everyone else behind and they're going to be pissed off. Right. And I think that the only way... To a
1: degree, what's difficult about this world is you can only do it. You can only get good at it by doing it to a certain degree, which means you have to do the awkward thing like stand in your bedroom and practice reciting a script out loud that you wrote. Like if you are – because I was in school for journalism – And it was funny because guest speakers and different types of journalists would come in and they would all say, like, learn your voice. Like, you have to understand what your voice sounds like. Like, always practice writing scripts. Like, pick up the newspaper every day or go online. You know, our generation read the newspaper. That was a big one we always got was, like, pick up the newspaper every day. And when you're sitting and drinking a cup of coffee, you read it out loud. Like, you're reporting the story. Like, you always have to be in practice and you really have to get to know your own voice because once you do, you'll be able to write better for yourself, this and that, and it only comes from practice. And it's I was full like, practice. Sure, sure, sure. And when my assignments ran out and I moved to LA and got a job as a PA instead of as a camera person, and I suddenly didn't have scripts that were due for my professor to grade, I was like, what do I do?
0: I feel the skills slipping away. Wow. And you, you have to practice. Yeah. See, no one ever, see, obviously I went to um, university in Australia, so it was different and it wasn't, you did broadcast journalism, which I wish, so wish that that was an option and I could have done that because that's that's what I want to do. I right. wanted to be in that realm, but we just had journalism, mm-hmm. communications, media, journalism. so Which is so broad. Which is so broad and they didn't even cover or touch on broadcast journalism. Right. So it was all very hard news the journalism and there was barely any journalism classes you'd it was like a crazy thing we were learning you had to do all these other random things that had nothing to do with this it was just part of the curriculum right so i didn't like i learned but I, i've most that i would say 98 percent you learn on the job right you don't and that's true with anything but i just wish that there was more of that like tried reading this or like i never wrote a script or anything in my life right, 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 right. but i remember it just reminded me when you were like i read the newspaper to this day i don't know what it is i've done this for probably from the time i could read mm-hmm. i read my shampoo bottle Interesting. Have you ever tried to read a shampoo bottle? Never. It's so life. hard. Are of course they- it is. No, it's not that it the water's in your eyes or whatever. It's they use words like luscious and voluminous voluminous. <laughs> voluminous. But they use all these like fancy, like dreamy words. And it and if you try and read it, most likely than not. It doesn't really if you were to read it just with your mouth shut you're like oh scan it yep cute cute if you read it out loud it's not a sentence that flows right right it is so hard but i would wash my hair i'd read it try again try it with a different voice oh my and gosh then, this is so cute and i would get it when your shampoo bottle is empty you better hope time, that you've got it time for a new challenge that's a new bottle and i would i'd choose a different flavor flavor yeah. <laughs> different scent yeah to have new things to read about and i'd read the ingredients they're hard words yeah you know, that's and, what i thought you meant at first like i was like of course they're hard that's like no, chemicals and things we but it's probably like i'm actually learning. in a and, and the thing is you like you never stop learning i'm actually in a um what is it called presenting hosting course at the moment i'm going to school I go to school. It 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 sounds really weird to say it like that. No, it is. I (laughs) wish I was in class. I love going to school. Um, No, because it's late at night and I have to get up so early in the morning. The the only good thing about the, I can't do it late at night, but it's on my Friday. So, I mean, I just have to give up my Wednesday nights, which no one is around anyway. So it's okay. Right, right. But I just wanted to say, like, I'm not naming names, but there was, and I think she's improved a lot, but there was one student in the class and it's that whole voice thing and Mm -hmm her whole journey in the class has been working on the voice Mm -hmm. and it can be frustrating for her I understand but she has like you just never learn and you honestly she just talks the way she talks and when she's talking normally it's fine whatever but once you're up there presenting the voice comes on and she doesn't even realize it and they film everything and you go back and watch. And for most of these people, this is the first time that they're hearing themselves. Right. They're seeing themselves on camera, sure. all of those things. And, and, and they're like, I was so scared to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I'm not going to, you know, but that's how you learn. There is you, there is no other way to learn and know what you sound like, what you look like, where your hands are flying. Cause my hands are just like mm-hmm. slapping everyone across the face. You don't know that until you watch it until you practice and then you keep going and then hopefully you've got that old recording and then you can look back and be like oh i've improved on that you 100%. know i look at me it's just the same like you know when you you're trying to lose weight and they say forget the scales take pictures you see the difference in a photo right you don't see the diff you might not feel the different. you're like oh it's the same but right, like right, you're right, like yeah. wait There is a difference. And so I think that's one of my biggest tips. Oh, God, I just rocked something. Um, (laughs) The biggest tip. Just keep – you're never never an expert.
1: No, I don't think so. And I think that, like, the more seasoned hosts and people that I work with now, like, all of them are still, like, learning and evolving and figuring things out too. So – and they would never – I'm sure some people out there are like, "Oh, I'm 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 an expert. I, there's nothing yeah. left to learn." But I think since the industry continues to change exactly. and evolve, like, there's always going to be something new to learn. There's
0: always something new to learn, and this industry is so live. Mm-hmm. It's like you have. There's a big difference between learning how to read a teleprompter mm-hmm. and sitting still and reading the news and just working on that voice, to being able to be on your feet, being thrown in the deep be in a situation where you're trying to interview a celebrity or just someone in general who's giving you nothing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that is one of the most, and you have to, and they could be rude to you and you have to just sit there and smile and pretend like, this is the best interview ever. I'm so excited to be here. Right. There's, but you have to have the skills to be thinking on your feet. And you know, if you need to cry, you need to cry later when you're in your car because, right and, and people are mean. People are brutal. People are totally mean. I read a comment today on one of our
1: stories that my voice made someone want to kill themselves. Yeah. Like, you just, like, have to, like, you do your job, you have to have a certain level of self-confidence in yeah. what you're doing and
0: who who you are as a person exactly. so that you don't lose that. You don't lose it. and And we're not we're not perfect and i'm not talking on your behalf but like i have shit days and sure and you know it's just like anyone if you have a shit day and you read something negative you're having an even shit a day and it upsets you more like the amount of trolling and i'm not even like really presenting or doing anything i'm just like behind a screen writing and my name is on it and just with that the trolling i get on a personal level is like ridiculous did you see those trolls the other day Yeah, yeah it's like actually crazy. i had a crazy week the other day lucky i was in a good mood right but there's has to laugh time. it off. yeah you're just like okay you're funny like yeah. thank you for whatever but there was a I remember I will never forget this one incident that happened and it wasn't I just I was already having a shit time mm-hmm. and I was writing an article not naming names of celebrities <laughs> or anything. I was back in Australia so okay so it was a while ago this was a while ago but I'll never forget this was because I'd been trolled and I was fine with it Sure. But this one really hurt because I felt like I, this was a different sort of, this wasn't a real troll. This was, I felt like I hurt someone's feelings Ooh. and that really upset me because I don't, I'm like sarcastic, whatever, but I never intend to hurt anyone's feelings. No, of course not. So there was a Australian celebrity who's a journalist herself, actually. Okay. And she's, um an, and to, I would say she's, she's not necessarily just entertainment. She's a journalist, but she works on the morning show Um, and the thing, like, I'm sure it's sort of here, but it doesn't seem as big. I think it's because Australia doesn't have that many celebrities. Sure. uh, You know, celebrities are American. Like we have our people, but if you're like, you know, on the radio or you're on the TV, you're a celebrity. Okay. So it's like, you know, Hoda, like today's show sort of style. Like she's, you would call her celebrity. Absolutely. But we like praise these people. And you know, there was, she was out here doing, I think it was the Grammys. I think she was doing Grammy red carpet or one of the, one of the award shows. And she, and I was writing an article about her dress because, you know, just what she was wearing. She was looking great. She was on Instagram, you know, I was like, and I love her. She's, she's a great journalist. She's sweet and super hardworking. She was like, you know, you could, you can see the whole show, the panel, and you're like, you work the hardest. Sure. You know? And I messaged her and she replied. And I was like, oh, great. Because I was like, oh, you look so good. Like, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Blah, 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 blah. And she was really open with me. And and to be completely honest with you, a lot of Australian, I'm not going to go with celebrities, but I'm going to say morning news people. Because I think because they're actual journalists. I'm, I'm an actual journalist. But they don't necessarily... I'm putting this in the nicest way. They don't necessarily appreciate Daily Mail articles. Okay. Ast- Daily Mail in Australia, you get trolled a lot more. Okay. Um, as a journalist per se than you do over here. Sure. Here it's more personal. They're attacking me. There it's... They're attacking the company. The company. The outlet. Um, yeah. So... It was very nice of her to even talk to me because I, I say outright, like if I'm saying we, the way we contacted everyone, we would ask for comment for everything was through instant messages. And it's just crazy how far technology has come that that is my source of contact. Sure. I'm just messaging you. So, and she was not again, I was like, I'm from Daily Mail. I'm mm-hmm. writing an article. This is what, if you'd like to give me a comment or, you know, tell me what you are in great. She replies to me. It was great. You know, back and forth. Good. Then they show her, and I finished the article. Then they show her segment on, you know, the Sunrise, the morning show. And it was a joke. It was all fun and games, even for her. And it was the whole the whole idea of it was she's an Australian, she's at an award show, and no one is giving her an interview. Sure. And they're just going, you know, to like the American classic. They're bit, going to, yeah. you know, they're going to E or whoever, but they're not going to this Australian that's like, you know, Ed Sheeran, come over here. And it was it was all fun and games. And then my boss, once that aired, she was like, okay, change it. Let's change the article. So no longer was it um, this person is looking great on the red carpet and, you know, she's there doing interviews. It was, it came across as a joke and we were mocking her. And that's, even though they were mocking her on the TV, she was right. part of the joke and she right. was joking herself. But then the article was just kind of mean.
1: Right. It didn't feel the same It wasn't vibe. the same.
0: And then all her comments that she had, and just like a credit of who she was wearing was right right at the bottom. And it, but that wasn't the point, you know? It wasn't right. about that anymore. And she, that went live and I never checked it because I just put it for editing. It got changed. Fine. go Went on with it today. Sure. And this is what I've learned, and I'll, I'll get into what the biggest lesson I learned from this, was my name is on it my name is on it yeah it it it, it will go through changes at but the end of the day say your name. that's my name it's no one else's name so even though I didn't make those mean changes that was my name right and she comes back to me and she wrote this really long email to me and how disap and I hate that one no one knows the word disappointed. disappointed and she said I'm really disappointed and I'm upset and. I thought you know we were having a nice chat and I thought this was going to be a lovely article but I think she was in a bad mood too probably because she pretty much was like rhetorically like I guess I was proven wrong yet again like you know it was kind of like I should have known better than to talk to you guys and I was so upset because I was already upset that day and I, I was just devastated because she was like one of my idols and I was like I've I've literally crushed your soul right you've crushed my soul you didn't mean to but you were just telling your truth
1: that the editors changed it but like how far can that even go well
0: this is what happened I um so she sent it to my work email I went home I was devastated I was the worst day and I, I think I I think I told my mom or no, maybe I told her after. I can't remember. I th- I don't think I told her at this point. I just went into my room. Like, I knew her email address, obviously. Mm-hmm. I went into my personal email account. I sent her this long email of just me, like, pouring my heart out and apologizing. And I'm like, I'm, I am I'm, I just wanted to do this from my personal email because I, I get genuine. Firstly, I don't I don't want anyone to be able to track my emails. Like, the article, the article. It's done. It's over. Right. I can't change it now. but. From a personal you know individual like actual human perspective i want you to know i'm sorry and i've learned and, and i was you know i was young and i was new to the industry and i was like i've learned like such a big lesson today that yes it, it it turned out the way it did i wasn't in control of it but that was my name on it and yeah. i just upset you and i can't remember if she replied or not but i felt I think she did and she was, she was nice. She was like, you know, it is part of she, I think she did reply. She was like, you know, it's part of the industry. You know, we, we, there is a lot of growing and stuff to do, blah, blah, blah. And I think that was it. And I felt better and I I told my mom about it and I I was, I just, I was so, I was so devastated. But I think that's what you've got a, one thing that I've learned and what it means to be not just an entertainment journalist, but a journalist this day and age, it's not. A journalist isn't just a newspaper or the television or the radio. Mm -hmm. A journalist is an Instagram person that takes pictures and they're an Instagram influencer, whatever. They're a journalist. They're putting words out there. Bloggers are a journalist. These people don't necessarily have to get a degree. You don't need a degree to be a journalist these days. Mm -hmm. They're talking in this reporter class that I'm doing. People are trying to be GMA reporters. I'm, I'm serious. That's like their goals in here. They don't have a speck of like journalism in them, but the guys that are t- leading the class and showing all the hosting and all of that are like, yeah, it's possible. You don't. I mean, it's, anything's possible. I feel it's, like in this day, yeah, like anything is possible. You like know? YouTubers are now getting their own nightly shows. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's happening. And I think, I think it's a. And, and you know, when people say like journalism, journalism is dying. Yeah, it's dying in its traditional sense, but. Th- I I genuinely feel like where we end up and what we end up doing are jobs that aren't even created. So, yeah. It's it's such a growing field, too. It's evolving so much, and I also think that, like, if you had asked me
1: when I was, like, a freshman in high school, what do you want to be? I would have been like, oh, I want to be on E! News. Like, no yeah. hesitation. That was it. Because that was the entertainment news show that I watched. You know, there's access, there's extra, and all of those, like, of course I would have loved to have, to have been given a job on as well, but, like, E! News is E-News. what I would have said because that's what I watched. That was exactly. my show. And now I'm realizing that, like, the same freshman in high school today – might not even really turn on e-news. What they do is they watch the clip of the story that they were interested that aired on e-news the night before because they uploaded it on YouTube. Exactly. Or they watch the Snapchat version of e Like, yeah. there's so many different Did points. you know e-news is leaving? Yes, to go to New York. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And they're that's, evolving that's, and they're changing the point. to try to fit a new format because, because it's no just not the same thing anymore. It's not anymore. the same.
0: No one needs to watch e news at 7 p.m. because everyone's got their news all day on right. social media. Exactly.
1: You don't need to know at seven o'clock that Channing Tatum files for divorce. That's because morning. He like, did it's that over. at 9 a.m. Exactly. It's old it's <laughs> news.
0: At this at that point, point, he has a new girlfriend. <laughs> we won't even
1: do and at work unless it's a really slow day and the story is quote-unquote evergreen to a degree, like someone might be interested in it in a week anyway, so we might as well put it up. If a story breaks like the evening before, we don't really do it. Yeah. Unless it was like a big story. Someone's dating. Someone's this. Someone's that. Then if it breaks at like 6 or 7 o'clock, we'll do it. But if it's just like a little like fluff story – we wait and for whatever the first stories of the day roll in and we post those instead because everything
0: expires so quickly. So now. quickly. Like if you just like, I'm just talking cause I I'm on the daily mail website all the time. There are new articles every single minute. Like the journalists that, you know, I work with, you know, in the entertainment in particular, we're, we're writing like 10 stories a day. Like each it's crazy. Yeah. There is, it's the turnaround is crazy and there's always something going on even if it is a fluff piece or you know um hillary duff is out with her little kid you know on instagram or whatever that's still going to be a piece like you yeah know, we're still going to cover it and i think that it's good to know that this is a very fast-paced environment if you want to be slow this probably isn't the place for you nope. you have to be on top of it and you have to still within being fast you have to be knowledgeable about everything Oh yeah, because if you You're knowledgeable enough
1: that you don't need a lot of help to get to the to yeah. get the
0: facts. You, you need know? to be. You need to be pretty much on twenty four seven to 100%. know the updates. You can't come into work the next day and be like, "Wait, they got married?" Yeah, it has what? to. You have
1: to be passionate about it in the sense yeah. that, like, I'm refreshing the news. That I'm curious, anyways. Yes,
0: you know, you have to be. Pa- yeah, if you're gonna be passionate, you're gonna refresh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So now, like, you let's quickly talk because I want to talk about um the struggle and the hustle let's get into the because we 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 have stories of hustling and again we're like at the bottom of the barrel but we used to be lower so (laughs) like I want to talk to Fiona about I mean I want to talk to you guys too but Fiona is gonna tell us the hustle because I I'm just so in love with this one story like I mean you've hustled for years whatever not whatever (laughs) like I'm so proud of you whatever but I remember seeing you the first day the first day she got this job at clever and it was I remember the first day I saw you that night and you the I'm I'm gonna let you tell because it's your story but (laughs) the one thing you told me Like, you know, that your mom told you, if you remember one thing looking back on this first day when you're like a big star, you know? Yeah. Anyway, go on. So
1: so basically I graduated from Chapman University with a degree in broadcast journalism and knew immediately that I was going against the advice of people I had internships with, the advice of my professors. If you want to be in news, any type of news, the clearest path where you can actually get a job on TV, on camera... As a brand new reporter is in a smaller market reporting on regular news that used to be the route you had to take that used to be the old school version of doing things. It absolutely still has like tons of merit and is
0: probably the most logical path even still right probably is and I think it's even more so if you are from that small town or or just interstate just not a big market like LA or New York right exactly and especially if you genuinely are interested in news itself
1: but since I was interested in entertainment I'm from Los Angeles my family's here and the digital world is expanding like bigger and bigger and bigger every day I decided that I was going to try my hand and just see what the options were for like a year and see see if it made any sense So I got a job at Clever uh, as their entertainment news PA. So I was technically a production assistant, but I was a news production assistant, which is like a little bit different because production assistants typically are in production. And I had a desk and I was researching and writing scripts Mm -hmm. basically just on the cheap. You know, like I got to sort of be involved in news production, but I also got to kind of write and practice those skills, which was amazing. Um, but in addition to that, I was getting lunches for people and cleaning things and running errands and doing all sorts of crazy stuff because that's just what you do. Exactly. And, and that was basically the entirety of my time at Clever. But on my very first day, I was super, super defeated because I got there and it, it part of it was because my boss wasn't in. So nobody knew what to do with me. But I sat around for a while and then I met people and then I met one of the hosts who was very nice to me, but promptly launched into a speech about how like being talent is exhausting and how (laughs) she doesn't want to be talent, and sometimes it's just so draining. And I was like, oh God, like (laughs) this is all I want to do with my life. Like I wonder why it's so draining. Like I would kill to have her job. And then I was like, well, I mean, she's been doing it for a long time. Like not everybody has a great day at work. She's probably just having a bad day. And I'd like to say again, she was super nice to me. It was just sort of like it was this first light bulb where I was like, wow. So this isn't just magical? Not Uh, every day is wonderful? Yeah. Um, Taylor
0: Swift isn't here every day
1: bringing flowers? (laughs) Um, And then I proceeded to boil three eggs. On my first day of entertainment news, the only as a an actual job I was in I was employed at a great digital company. I had done it. I was like, this is it. I've done the impossible. I've gotten a job in journalism. And all I did was boil eggs. And I had to figure out how to do it because I'd never boiled eggs before. So I had to look <laughs> up how to hard boil eggs. And I remember calling my mom and being so distraught and being like holy shit this 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 isn't gonna work like I don't I'm realizing like I don't think I have much more to do than boil eggs even on a good day and there were a lot of days where I did crazy stuff that had nothing to do with entertainment news and it was hard it was a hard awakening to be like how is this what am I getting from this how am I learning anything Um, And then the company ended up shutting down, which is a whole other story. Um, (laughs) And I realized months after the fact how much I had learned and how, if I'm ever, this is what my mom told me, like on the day of, on that first day, if I'm ever fortunate enough to be in a position where it's someone else's first day and all you have for them is eggs to boil, then it's your job to explain that everybody starts somewhere and you're going to get more out of this experience than you think yeah and you have to be willing to boil the eggs make the lasagna run the errands pick up and drop off the dry cleaning because you're learning and someone just someone is watching. Someone, exactly. Because someone is watching and someone hopefully is noticing. Someone will be thankful. And if you are the most determined, the mo- my professor always used to say, work hard, you know, work hard. Do it with a smile and, like, don't be the loudest voice in the room when, you, when you're not supposed to. Exactly. When you're, when you're supposed to speak up, when you have an opportunity, don't sit quiet and, like, don't not say anything. But if you're supposed to be just, like, keeping your head down and getting the job done and doing it well, and you're saying, look at me, look at me, look at me, then you're just going to irritate everybody. Yeah. You want people to notice that you're willing to do the grunt work and, and put in the effort without getting a ton of recognition exactly.
0: for it. Boil those eggs. Wash the dishes. Yep, but don't go tapping on them. Okay, so um, I boiled it. I also washed your dishes. Exactly. That's not the point. Just do it. They're Wash just, the pot after. Dry yeah. it off. Put it away. Put the eggs in the
1: fridge. You know, take out the plates and the forks. Whatever it is,
0: because at the end, and this is the thing, I remember you told me that your mom told you that very first day, and it's just so cute. But <laughs> it's like even even this, at this point, we're, we're not at this, we're nowhere near the top, right? Oh no, absolutely but, not. Just looking back. Your first, you, you can say, my first day as an entertainment journalist was boiling eggs. That's all I did. Literally, that's all you did. Yep. Look at you
1: now. And it's crazy. <laughs> it's exactly. Thank you so much. No, it is. It's really crazy because now I look back on that day. And it and was so cool. Like, it
0: was not that far away. It wasn't yeah. that long ago. And you I mean, can still look back.
1: I can still look back. Oh my gosh. yeah. you can always look back. I think you can look back at a week ago and be like, wow, I've grown so much. Like,
0: I think that every little like step forward should, you should. Every little thing take is a step in. forward. Exactly. And you don't, it's only in. Retrospect when you really look back, like it's hard to just be like, Oh, last week or something, mm-hmm. unless you're really working and deliberately focusing on one thing to improve on. If you just look at it overall, like, Oh, yeah, like it's been two years or whatever, then you're like, Oh, I was a little baby. Yeah, was so cute. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. The whole it's- world is crazy. The whole world is crazy. Careers <laughs> <laughs> are crazy. And I, I just, if whether you're a journalist, entertainment journalist, your social media, PR, whatever, or just not even in the field, like it's the same principle. It's starting at the bottom and hustling. Mm-hmm. Do the job and do it better than someone else will. Because someone, it, like the whole egg, and it's just an analogy, but it's the truth. Like obviously yeah. it happened to you, but if you're using it as like you know in a little situation, if if you had boiled the eggs, caused a fuss, and been like. So when can I do real jobs or not wash the dishes? Mm-hmm. That stays in someone's mind more than the fact that you did it. You don't need to be that girl or that guy that taps someone on the shoulder to be like, look what I did. Right. Look what I can do. You just do it. Just do it and hope that someone will realize because someone will. Because if you, and it's the same thing as if you treat someone well. My mom always tells me like, treat people the same like you know treat everyone nice because those are the people that you're gonna deal with when you're on your way down so on she said it much nicer and beautifully, <laughs> but pretty much if you are working and you're climbing that ladder in corporate world or just in life world yeah if you treat people like shit the moment that you turn around and things go shit for you and you come down that ladder you are going to be passing them while they're going up yeah and they'll they have a right to treat you shit Absolutely. Be the nicest person in the room. Always.
1: Always be the nicest person in the room. And the other thing is, like, for people that are just graduating, because I was literally on my way here talking to someone who had just graduated about this, like, it feels really hard like you're like oh my god like this is miserable So i've yet to meet anybody i have friends in so many different fields whose first job they're like wow i feel so fulfilled yeah. every day i think i'm making progress i think i'm impressing my boss i think all of these th- all of these things are happening yeah. and i swear for all of us around the like year year and a half mark of graduation and this is like you know maybe slightly dark but we were all miserable like yeah. I had had my first job shut down my second job was like a complicated fit for me as a person and it was just like not what I want to do but how do you take not how do you not take a job how do you not keep working you it, have to keep moving forward you ha- and you have to you have bills to pay at you have the, end bills of the day to pay. you have things to do and all of a sudden it was like I walked away from something and I I needed to and a door opened and it was like Holy shit, if I hadn't done every single struggle including boiling those eggs when shared media arrived and was like, "Hello, would you like to join us? This is your dream." I wouldn't have been ready for it and I wouldn't have handled it the way that I did. Exactly. And at the same time, my friend who works in PR at Univer like a very corporate structure, she got a promotion. Same time, my friend who worked in finance found a new job at a better company like that year year and a half mark after graduation Mm -hmm. when you've struggled and you feel like i'm not being appreciated this isn't making sense like what is the big picture what is the point like you need at least 365 days of struggling under your belts before the
0: universe decides to give you just like a a bone yeah honestly and it's that struggle because when you're in the struggle all you can think of is the struggle. Exactly. It's the whole in retrospect. Exactly. I boiled eggs but look at me go. Exactly. And, and, and you can't have retro unless you go through, through it, it, which and you, is why it's. And, and honestly, I'm gonna put it, like be real raw. I'm still going through it. Sure, I'm, it's still shitty. We're I still all don't going know. Here, I honestly don't know what I want to do with my life. I like I, I know I shouldn't be in finance. I'm fine <laughs> with where I sort of am in the field ish area, but I have no idea. Which is and honestly wonderful though. It's like wonderful. it's scary, it's, but like, it's it horrible is, it's because I don't. It's, it's not like, oh it's not a great feeling, but, yeah. but it's all for like, as long as you keep your head on, and obviously there are many days, more days than not, that my head is not on about it. <laughs> but right now when I'm talking about it, when you keep your head on and you can appreciate and sort of realize that there is a reason and it will work out and you're doing the hard yards for a reason. Great absolutely and when you get there you're gonna be so exactly when you get there it's gonna be worth it but right now when it's just like I don't know what to do like you know you have to think of the small things like I'm thankful and I'm grateful I have a job Mm -hmm. because it's just like you when you went in that first day and that girl was like that's just so hard being talent and you're like I'd kill for your job yeah there's someone out there that probably kills for my job
1: yeah absolutely and now like I say this all the time like I actually understand what she was saying. Like, I don't want to go into work every day and paint my face with so much foundation and get camera ready. Like, there are days where I'm just like, you know what? If I was working any other job, it would be a ponytail kind of day. I can't have a ponytail kind of day anymore. Nice. Just not a lot. I would not want to put my contacts in. I would just wear my glasses. Can't do that. Exactly. So, like, there are things, even in your dream scenario, that it, work is
0: still work. There are things in every job yeah. where you're like, I don't feel like this today, and that's okay, too. That's okay, too, because people, I and I, I'm i like half-half, because people are always like, you know, find a job that you love and you won't work a day in your life. Yes, because it's what you love, but work is work. Mm-hmm. Work is work, good job. and you have to do a good job, and You have to be able to. So, if this is something you love, great. But to make it healthy and to make sure that you continue loving it and you're in a good headspace, you have to be able to turn off, which is completely the opposite of what I said before about having to be on 24 7 and keeping up to date. But there's a difference. I was going to say that
1: there's a difference because it's one thing to like never stop working. And it's another thing to just like keep your eyes and ears open and like have entertainment news alerts on your phone. It's just like i have my my alerts on and yeah. if justin bieber is getting married like i get an alert that's like justin bieber's exactly. been married so that at 5 a.m the next day i don't know everything i don't know the whole story i don't have the scripts done but i just kind of like no i I'm have an of idea of the, what's I'm going kind of, on yeah
0: i'm kind of into it but i think that's like that's yeah that's we just got to keep going so, absolutely so just to sum up no we don't have the answers and we no, don't know what it means to be does. an entertainment journalist, but I think the answer is it doesn't, well, it means something, but there is no actual solid def- definition. There's no and path. There's no or path. Right the wrong way. Exactly. And I think with the other part of the question, what happens when you know what your dream job is, but you don't know how to reach it? You just keep hustling mm-hmm. until because someone, somewhere, hopefully, if you're trying your hardest and you can tell yourself, and you can go to sleep at night and say that you tried your hardest, someone is gonna watch and sure. someone's gonna be there.
1: And you also, to a degree, with that, they'll have to make your own luck. Take exactly. the opportunity. Take the opportunity when they come. Don't have a big head. I've talked to so many people who have been like, "Oh, I just like wouldn't want to work for free," or "Oh, I wouldn't want to ever." Like, I took free gate. Like you, yeah. you have an opportunity to go on a carpet and interview someone. You do it. If you have an opportunity exactly. to write a story. write a script, write or whatever, you do it.
0: Because you you have to make your own luck. You have to make your own luck. And, And that's the benefit of being in this day and age because pull out your phone. Exactly. Start a YouTube channel. It could be two people watching. But at the end of the day, you did something, sure, and you learned to talk, and you you you've stopped looking away. Now you're looking into the lens, like you're doing something, and you're you're making moves for yourself, and it's keeping you creative because that is one of the biggest keys I found in the industry today. If you want to move, you have to be creative. It's not. It's no longer. Oh, I just want to work at the newspaper and um, write an article. If that's what you want to do, fine go for it i'm sure there are still newspapers around <laughs> um very little print wise but the, the, you have to be able to be creative and adaptive and move with the times
1: absolutely
0: yes couldn't agree more that's it now tell me fiona yes i um want to know what is the goal you're looking to achieve in the next year
1: did you order pizza no okay
0: did someone come for pizza not for us no sorry no, sorry natalia not don't know who that is. what number oh okay no worries. thank you okay. uh um, yeah. guys we didn't get pizza i'm kind of disappointed i'm actually saying. going to a comedy show in a minute <laughs> so it's me? all right <laughs> yeah i was like did you buy me pizza i wish <laughs> i had <laughs> okay um we're focused it, question. We're fo- oh, okay so what is a goal that you've got you want to achieve in the next year
1: A goal I want to achieve in the next year. Mm. I think a goal I want to achieve in the next year is starting something on my own in the sense that like I work in an environment where we're very encouraged to come up with ideas, to come up with pitches, to come up with like things. And right now just getting adjusted to the grind of like, breaking not breaking news but like reporting on breaking news all day every day has me sort of like working hard in a routine and I would love to like step back and like come up with some sort of new ideas and actually m- bring them all implement the way to f- them. exactly just to like advance further within my own company within my own job like there's more we can be doing and
0: hopefully by this time next year we'll be doing some of it yeah okay a deep question. We're wrapping it up now. Okay. But I want to know and I think we've, we've we've really touched I think if it's not clear enough, it should be clear enough, but I want to know what is one thing that you failed at? Ooh. One thing that I failed at.
1: Well, math forever. <laughs> For like forever and ever. Um, one thing that I failed at. I think I would say like on a deep level, yeah, one thing that I failed at in college was not like right now I get up every day at five thirty in the morning and I work really hard every single day and you I do. think that in school I had this like stress about working hard more than I actually served myself in working hard if that right. makes sense yeah. like I was so overwhelmed by everything and everything had to be perfect and everything had to be whatever but I don't think I actually grew I just sort of stayed like well, you I got the job done. Yeah. I did it well, but I didn't like instead of getting up
0: 2 hours earlier and making it easier on myself no and having a do plan. That. But you know what I mean? Like but, but that's in retrospect. That just means you've matured. To
1: I guess. To look back
0: at that and be like, "Oh, I should have gotten up because I don't I don't think about things like that in the sense that I I, I don't think I would have wanted to change that. You don't want to Would you have really been that girl that have gotten would have gotten up two hours earlier to study more. I, I totally... Firstly, See, I, I barely even went think, to uni. I don't even think hated it would be it.
1: to study more. I think it would just be to have, like, lived lived more lived more I think you lived I mean I did I did I did I did You're live. making it sound like you slept all no day. no I didn't I didn't I just think that like maybe it was just because I loved college so much maybe, like I yeah. would have loved to have maximized like every okay, minute bad. of it like we had such a great time right but like to maximize it all a little bit more
0: okay like
1: the, the I advice I would give okay. myself is like get up and do everything. Right, don't skip
0: out on things because you just don't feel like. Okay, it, you know that makes more sense because I feel we had very different uni college experiences. I yeah. hated it. I'll get yeah. into that into another episode. But you loved it. I loved Maybe it. Maybe we'll get yeah. back, we'll get you back one day and we'll just talk about college because loved college. that'll be a fun topic to talk about because guys, it's like a really important topic to cover. Yeah, about choosing and knowing what you want and i'll again get into it later but journalism wasn't where i started i did nearly two years in health and then always moved. forget it was health like it's crazy it's yeah. like so different but yeah. here i am so i think it's important that it's not the be all and end all but it will be okay absolutely 100%. it will be okay you'll yeah. get you'll finish you'll get out of there and you're like Oh, I miss it because holidays. Like my cousin's at home this now, and he's like on school. He's in, you know, he's still eight years old. He's yeah, in school holidays. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm bored. I was like, Zach, I wish I was you right yeah. now. I yeah. wish I was you. But you know, we grow.
1: Yeah, we well, we, we, grow. we have to. We can't stop it. Okay, it's not in our control.
0: <laughs> Let's play final five in ten. Okay, and then we're done. Bye, Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your go-to order at Starbucks.
1: Um, right. Now I've been getting a coffee with hazelnut and cream because it's cheaper.
0: (laughs) That's that's the millennial talking. Yep. (laughs) It's cheaper. (laughs) Than a latte. (laughs) What's your spirit animal? Um, I think a flamingo. It's
1: not it's just just my it's just my favorite animal, so I would like it to be a flamingo.
0: Three influential people
1: um three influential people my mother um right now I'm really influenced by my boss her name is Jocelyn Davis and she's if you don't know her
0: already she's like
1: super positive really driven and I just like super admire her career um and try to be more like her on a daily basis and then probably I'm trying to think of one more like far from home um, gosh, there's so many people. Me, people, you. you <laughs> I'm Trying to think, like I'm dancing between like Michelle Obama. Oh, you can play for. You can like. You can there's name just, another there's person. just so many. Like, um, oh, you know who I want. Um, shoot, what's her name? I Greta. That, I was literally. I was girl. like, yeah. I was that's gonna, who I want. I was literally like, going to so be ma- like. Is I, could, that that the I past- could list like yeah. a gajillion like inspirational women, but right now I feel like she's yeah. So, she's such so a rock star. Little, yeah, and I'm super inspired. I'm by her. super inspired. I was when you were thinking, I was like, I wonder.
0: Like she's there's gonna so say there's say so it. many yeah. like
1: Michelle Obama is such a rock star. Ellen yes. Jenner is such a like, old rock star. There's so many people. Sixteen year
0: old Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like there's so many people
1: I would say, but the how dare you? Yeah, when
0: she's I got chills. I was I was like. Go, go. Go, go. Yeah. Go, go, go. Absolutely her. Oh, wow. Are you, um, how long does it take you to get ready in the morning?
1: Um, used to take me a gajillion hours. Like, when I was in high school, I spent an insane amount of time. That's something I failed at, spending way too much time getting ready in (laughs) high school. Um, then I would say now, like, on a work day, because I have to do, like, camera makeup and stuff, 35 to 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, on the weekends I cap it at like 15 Cause yeah. I just I have to get ready I have to put so much Makeup on all week That like I just don't anymore. It's over Yeah on the weekends it's It's My hair doesn't look good. I'm putting it up. Like I just don't. Your pictures. I will look
0: at your Instagram. It's looking pretty fly lately, honey. Oh my
1: gosh, I've been trying so hard. You know me. I don't really do the whole Instagram thing. Now that I have like. You're making me jealous. Now that that I have a real like journalism job, Jocelyn is the one who's inspired me. She's like, you just have to like, if you're in a cute outfit, you do it. If you're whatever, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna gonna work on it. I'm like going. She's like everywhere. She's
0: looking cute. Thank you. I'm just like in my trackies. Like, oh my god, I need to put in some effort. I'm trying. I really. Want to be like you? It's just you know there are days that you do put in yeah. the effort and
1: those you are the days use where it. you have to just be like I look cute. That's a cute brick wall. This is awkward. Somebody's gonna if, like candidly laugh. You want to like yeah? There's no if pressure. You don't want to no. then don't fake it. It's just like trying to have if you're an entertainment journalist you're trying to like have a presence online. Exactly. That's up I to need date. to have more
0: of a presence. So. I'm just not cute. Yes, you are. I'm like look at me right now. I wore this to work. I wore this to work. Well, so what? And by the way, I'm in like active work because that's what I wear to work. Okay, okay, one more question. Okay. And you're going to know it. Oh, okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. Fiona Zaring. Yes. What is Chandler Bing's job?
1: Oh, do you want me to say. I he's a, transponster. A, a transponster. He's transponster. a transponster. He's a transponster. He's a friend's lovers, if you didn't know. He's a network. He's a he's a data it's like a net Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the weeness. The yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. an analyst. He's like a technical strategy analyst. He's what's a what's the real
0: name? Come on, I'm getting
1: there. He's a <laughs> Data reconfiguration. Yes. Is it something something in data yes. reconfiguration? Is
0: there something analysts in data reconfiguration? And s- strategic analysis. In strategic analysts in data, analysis analysis and
1: and data,
0: data reconfiguration. reconfiguration. Yes. Well, Fiona, I love you and I thank you for you so being much. on the podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so I'm glad good. we did this. It was okay. so much fun. Okay, but we, we don't know anything, so take everything this. we said with a grain of salt. So pretty, pretty much, <laughs> don't think, listen to anything we said because we don't know anything and. I'm joking. We're going to get Fiona back and I think we're going to, we'll have a nice chat about college. Oh my God. It'd be so fun. Cause, I'd love to. Cause I think it would be a real cool chat to talk about it because we had completely opposite d- opinions and definitely and experiences.
1: Oh my gosh. It would be so fun.
0: Okay. High five. Oh, oh no, I, I'm a hugger. Okay.
1: We're hugging. We'll hug you, you can't hear. You
0: can't. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to forget some pizza. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Sadly, that brings us to the end of the episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we loved gas bagging and talking about everything about entertainment journalism. If you have any questions or comments or anything, just put them down below in the review section. Subscribe, give us some stars if you can, or just slide into our little DM so you can follow at Millennials Talk podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Join the community there. And if you want to follow our individual socials, so mine is at Anita AnitaKaty, A-N-N-I-T-A-K-A-T, Double E. So that's Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And Fiona Zaring is at Fiona Z A R I N G. So I'm going to pop those all in the show notes below so you can follow along. And thank you so much again. I hope you loved it. And I hope to see you, see you, find you. I don't know what the lingo is. Tune in next time for another episode of Millennials Talk. Have a lovely, lovely day. Made got a raise.